Okay, we are here with the Curran family, and we are we are going to follow up on a conversation that we've been having, uh, which is all centered around social media, the digital age. How are we raising our kids in this time? Um, and so, we just had a uh, parent academy night the other night, and we had a great time where we watched the Social Dilemma, which is a film about uh, the dangers of social media um, and how it's manipulating us and all these terrible things. Um, but we also wanted to. Um, kind of finish this conversation and, and see it. What, how, what are we doing in our homes? Um, and how have we sort of struggled with this as parents? Um, and so Tom and, and Carrie, we're so thankful that you guys are here. And um, Tom obviously has his own radio program. And he, he and Carrie have both done a ton of um, research on this and has, have taught classes on this. And so I'm really thankful to be able to sit down with you guys. Obviously, my lovely wife is here. Um, <laughs> And we are, I think you're going to be kind of a regular on the program. So I don't that's know probably that. why I didn't introduce you. Okay. Um, I, you know, let's start with oh, Devin. Oh, Devin, man, you just got exposed. All right, let's begin. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you and praise you for being a God of life and new life. And I thank you, Father, that you provide your almighty mercy over our lives. And I ask, Lord, that you'd anoint this conversation, that it would just flow beautifully, that it'd be a blessing to all those who hear and that, Lord, that you would um, shock us with your generosity as parents as we attempt to lead and provide and protect our children in this challenging moment. And Lord, we know that if, if you've planted us in this moment, you've given us everything we need to become saints and to fulfill the God-given mission you have for our lives and our families' lives. And so we ask, Lord, for an abundance of that grace to reach us. In Jesus' holy name, amen. 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 Um, thank you for praying. Yes. Um, so let's start out with some principles. Mm -hmm. You've both talked about this before. Um, tell us what those what those principles might be. And yeah. out of the principles, we can talk about the practices that make. Absolutely. Yeah. So when I think about principle, principle is that which launches you into action. Right? Mm -hmm. That's it's right. a source of action. And so when I think about what's the source that Carrie and I use when yeah. it comes to engaging yeah. around the digital age and, yeah. and, and especially shepherding our kids, yeah. is the role that we have as parents. As parents, we are called by the Lord to lead and provide and protect, lead, provide and protect, priest, prophet, and king. Right. And so we share in Christ's kingly ministry, his priestly ministry, and his prophetic ministry. And that actually manifests itself mm. in how we parent. Mm -hmm. And so when Carrie and I think about that, we, we have reflected for, I don't know, a long time on the reality that as part of Christ's kingly ministry, we go before our children. We mm. go before them to show them the way, to lead the way, to model the way, to point the way, and then to ask them to live in accord with that way. Mm -hmm. We also are called upon, and that's that kingly ministry. Mm -hmm. We're also called to provide. And so that priestly ministry of being a mediator, bringing them to God and God to them, mm -hmm. that priestly ministry mediates the blessings and the graces through how we live our lives and how we give them access and, and point them to places of access yeah. to God's uh, provision for yeah. their lives. But then there's the also the call to say, I've got your back. Mm -hmm. I've got you protected. And amazingly, that's the prophetic call mm. to say it's the truth that's going to be the best protection around your life. So when we think about parenting, we think we have to go before our kids mm -hmm. in a kingly way, mm. be with our kids in a priestly way, mm. and have their backs in a prophetic way. Mm. And to do all that at once, well, oh, wow. That's a big job. Yeah. It's an amazing thing, right? Because I think there are times in which, like Carrie and I, when we're thinking about it, I'm like, 
Carrie's like, we need to set the example and go in front of them. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 we need to be with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, no, 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 we need to do it. We've got them covered. Right yeah. now, they're just really struggling. Yeah. Right? And that's as simple as doing chores. It's yeah. getting kids yeah. to do chores, going before them, doing it Modeling with them, it. Yeah. you know, helping them get ready for, you know, some routine. And then... Sometimes doing it for them. Yeah, yeah like this is finals week. <clears throat> <laughs> finals week is, is a lot of stress and pressure on parents. I'm like, man, I'm exhausted. So it's, yeah. so it's finals week as we're doing this. And, yeah. Yeah. and so... So when we're like, okay, doing a chore after dinner, right. okay, who's going to clean the dishes and blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, sometimes it's, hey, you have to do this or else. Yeah. Sometimes it's, okay, you know what? I know that you're really busy. Let me do it with you. Yeah. And then sometimes it's, you know what? You're overwhelmed. I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm it's like, carry you in that. yeah, yeah I'll, I'll just do it for you. And, and it's not like I'm doing it for you because you failed to do it. No, it's like I'm loving you. So yeah. sometimes loving means put up the standard. Yeah. Sometimes it means a company. Sometimes mm-hmm. it means I'm gonna, I've mm-hmm. got you covered. I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, that's a, it's an amazing challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think that that has so many applications to yeah. the world of right. digital media, mm-hmm. to the use of smartphones. And I got to just say something. Yes. Um, <laughs> sometimes you don't know what you sign up for. Like when Carrie said to Allison, Stop. I've Stop. got a great idea. Going, no, I've got a great there. idea. We have a dog. <laughs> Our dog she is is socially she, challenged. We she have a, so- a play date. She did. She saw the whole. So what was your brilliant idea? It was a, bring Beowulf over, and they could yeah. have like a puppy. Well, they're so the puppy. whining that you hear is this giant. It do work canine out. Canine here. He will make his appearance. He will. He will. Well, yeah. uh, multiple times. Yeah. But it was like, oh, this will be so much fun. This is going to be a delight. Yeah. And all the barking and, uh, and growling and chasing each other around. And I'm like, who thought this was a good it, idea? It turned maybe, it, it was it was a good thought. It just turned, you know, adversarial. <laughs> We're both new dog owners. We did not know. I did not know. And this is exactly the reality of the digital oh, age and smartphones. Man, People oh, thought yes. it's a great idea. Right. Oh, this you what could go wrong? Phone. This is going to be so much fun. They'll Let's get a video game. Social. They need an Xbox. We should right. have friends. Right. right. And we thought it was a great idea and crash and burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Terrible impact. Like, no, way worse than the dogs. Way worse than that barking is is all of the damage, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you'd never put your keys into the hands of your mm-hmm. son or daughter who sure. doesn't know how to drive. Yeah. You'd never just say to the kids who don't know how to swim, go hang around at the pool. Yeah. And yet, willy-nilly, parents, too many, mm-hmm. have just said, well, I think it's just sort of a social norm that my kid needs to have a smartphone in what grade? Right. Second grade, third grade, second grade, third grade fifth grade, grade, seventh, yeah. eighth. And it's like, what a disaster. Mm. What a disaster. And so Carrie and I felt a real call because of the pain and suffering that we endured. Yeah. We thought we had it right. The so best you, talks so you I ever gave. out and then you, then you stepped back. You said this well, is a good idea. Yes. And this was 10 years ago. She was going into eighth grade. Our oldest is now 22. Yeah. And all her friends had a phone. Okay. And it was before it got... You know, 5G. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. We were the mean extreme We were parents. the last parents. Oh, okay. And we had all the contracts and all the conversations. And mm. thought, okay, finally. And we, I felt proud to give her a phone. I was excited for her to be connected with all these friends and be on, you know, social media. I didn't yeah. see the harm because I 
parents think that kids use the phone the way they do, mm-hmm. and that's not. Yes. They're, that's well, not let's talk about developmental yeah. age stages and ages and what's happening right. to middle school kids yeah. in that yeah. season of life. And this was back in 2012. Yeah. So well, this there is, wasn't a lot of social media even happening back then. Well, it was so. principally Facebook at that time. So yeah, right. Instagram was just emerging. Just it wasn't coming. the thing. Yeah. Snapchat yeah. wasn't really a thing yeah. yet. Twitter wasn't really a thing. TikTok, no, wasn't no a way. thing at all. Mm-hmm. So Instagram. It is, it, it is um, exponentially yes. more it difficult yes. now compared it to is. then. But... One of the things that we discovered was even good kids coming from good families will regularly be um, unaccompanied. Mm-hmm. Um, there won't be lots of supervision. There won't be a lot of um, alertness around yes. managing and monitoring use of the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up discovering, um, unbeknownst to my daughter, because I was mirroring all of her um Texting activity, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. you know, we're pretty dialed in parents, right? Yeah, so we yeah. got this. We, yeah, yeah, we got all the and controls. Until, and, I, yeah. until I printed out 220 pages of a text chat going on in a group. Was it mm. really 200? Yeah, it was. I printed no it way. out. 220 pages. It was, about, it was about six months old. It was okay. six months of, of a text oh, that wow. she didn't delete because she wasn't that astute. Right. So I, hit, I downloaded and then hit print and started going through it. And these kids... Again, all these are good kids, good families. You know, our wonderful Christian yeah. school that yeah. we're at, and um, and all of a sudden, I started seeing these kids—not my daughter, but these kids—referencing this website where they could interact over video in random connections. Mm. And I went on the site, and uh, because this is a PG-rated podcast, this is PG. Or can I swear? So yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, well, we'll just bleep it out. We have a bleep button. We're going to be a lot of. There was a lot of doggy doo doo, yeah. Well, it was uh, it was horrific because when I went on the site, every fourth, um, on average, every fourth video was of um, a, a very disgusting pornographic live Jeez. video oh, shot, and then one of the other ones, like about every fifth or sixth one, was a little group of teenage girls who were on that I'd get randomly connected to, and I'm like, what is this site? I had never heard of it. And I think what it That's shows crazy. is that we give our daughter a phone, but I don't feel like parents are even aware of what's actually forming yeah. and being introduced yeah. and what kids are able to um, yeah, access. Yeah. Not even that she accessed right. it, but her friends right. Right. sent not, it to not, her. You're in charge of your kid. You're yes. not in charge of all you these don't. other yeah. kids. Because it's a portal that opens up into all yeah. these other things that you cannot possibly right. kind of. I think that's one of the biggest things. Okay, parents, you have to know this. It's not only what you do for your kids in your home, no matter how dialed you are regarding the security mm-hmm. and the lockdown nature and the restricted access of your kids. All it takes is your kid to have one friend, one friend who has unfettered, unrestricted access or even unmonitored access in their home or on their device and your kid is going to get polluted. Yeah. Just like that. I was talking to a buddy of mine about this, and he said, my parents were all dialed in. I went over a friend's house. His older brother showed me porn, and I got addicted mm-hmm. as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it infected his life for decades. Mm-hmm. It was that one instance yeah. that was the shocking, grabbing, implanted, burned in his imagination and memory. Mm-hmm. And he strove again for again decades to become free from this mm-hmm. and it had nothing to do with his parents 
in their home. Yeah. It was a friend's older brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is a battle that we will fight together mm-hmm. or we will lose separately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's well interesting what that, what that opens up because it's not just the rules, right? Just like anything else that we are trying to disciple our children. We don't just give them rules. We dig into why are we giving these rules yeah. and what impact it has, what it's going to do with your relationship with God. Is it going to draw you closer to God or is it going to draw you, you know, further away from him? So the rules are, are there for a reason, but you know, we can't, we don't have control no. over every other person. Yep. The, so we have to instill them with yeah. the values behind the rules. Absolutely. The, this reminds me that that story reminds me so much of, so I just did a Monday meal on the story of Olypius and, and St. Augustine in, in the confessions. Our kids read the confessions at the Oaks, which is, I'm so happy for, but um, it's a really sad story about how his friend Olypius gets hooked on the entertainment of the gladiatorial games, right? And um, he, 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 has a, he has trouble with, actually, when, when uh, Augustine first meets him, he's kind of addicted to the circus. He goes to the circus, right? The, the chariot racing, right? And then later on, when he's in Rome, he's trying to, to do the, you know, a good job and walk the right path and but he makes some acquaintances. He makes some friends that, that um, Augustine tells us did not have his best interests, right? Um, and one day he uh, is going, passing by the Colosseum and they, they literally drag him physically into it. And he protests and he says, I, you know, he doesn't want to go. He says, you can't make me look. I'm going to shut my eyes and you can't make me look. And so he, he, he's confident in that, you know, he's, I got my, I've got my will set. I've got my rules. I'm going to shut my eyes. I'm not going to look. And they go in and <laughs> Augustine says. <laughs> it was a great idea. Smart dogs like barking dogs. Time. They are going to distract you, grab your uh, attention. Sure. You're awesome. right at the you, right time. Your house will sure. not get clean, yeah. I'll tell you. Um, so, you know, it says he, um, he shut his eyes. Would he have been able to stop his ears to the roar of the crowd? became so loud that his curiosity got the better of him. Mm-hmm. He opened his eyes and the line is so haunting. He says, the wound he received mm. in his soul was greater than the wound he saw the gladiator receive in his body. Mm. And it seared him from that point on and he became addicted. Like it, and the language that Augustine uses is, is the language of a drunkard. He became just intoxicated and, and addicted to it from that from then on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, later on, the, uh, the Lord obviously rescues him from that and he... he he eventually becomes a, a, a priest, um, but it was not without a, a, a ton of baggage and, mm-hmm. and a really, really terrible, you know, uh, fight. Yeah. So, and so, so interesting. Let's take that story. So seven years ago, when we started to teach this to parents, mm-hmm. we were of the mindset that said, um, you need to shepherd your kids on how to use the technology well, because, you know, let them have it and then monitor yeah. it, manage it, yeah. walk with them yeah. and all of that. Um, seven years later, we're like, I can't believe how naive we were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. what a, what a mistake. I, yeah. So now we're much more of the mindset that says, hold off as long as you can, as much as you yeah. can, yeah. um, because they just don't need it. Yeah. Um, they really don't. And, and that's I guess, the thing, isn't it? They, they, it is the thing. And, and the Oaks is such a gift to so many <laughs> because you have a culture that has a chance Yes. that is not rooted in or intimately connected to social media, specifically girls and Instagram and TikTok. So in Snapchat. So if they are not 
finding a rich interaction through that platform, yeah. then guess what? They're going to interact in the real world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's the antidote. The antidote right. is a culture, and a culture means a bunch of families committed to walk the same path. Mm -hmm. Right. That's mm -hmm. the only way that we're going to win this. Yeah. 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 And I, I think you made a good point by saying families because. Wait a minute, just one good point? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Come on, Alison. You'll make a dozen awesome. more in a few minutes. Thank you. Okay, make sure you highlight this. I need you to highlight this as we're going on here. So. Well, I don't get enough affirmation. I know. Anymore. It's sorry. a bid. It's, it's, it's called a bid it's for attention. Yeah, 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 like I said, you'll have a dozen more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I took a note. I'm looking. I'm going to start counting right here. I okay. put little, little okay. toothpicks out. Okay. Sorry. So let's tell me more about that insight. Tell, I'll tell you more about yes. your, your fabulous okay. genius. And then I'll correct it if I need to. But okay. Back I like that you, well, the example of Olympias and that you said families because we were just talking about this. We have to be the example. I mean, the adults, we have the same, yeah, yeah. Uh, the same ability to get addicted, the mm -hmm. same ability to want to go on social media. And so if the kids, you know, they have this great interaction at school, but then whenever they get home, if they, if they see all their parents on their phones, mm -hmm. then what do they want to do? Of course, mm -hmm. they want to do the same thing. So yep. we have to be the example. Okay, so yes. this is kind of a strong way of saying it, and then I'll back it down a little bit. Okay. You are addicted mm. to internet use until you prove to me you're not. Mm. Okay. That's the expectation for adults. You are addicted to internet use, and that means the use of your smartphone, your videos, your smart TV, your laptops, how you spend your time, mm. the energy that you have, do you need to bring your smartphone into the bathroom? Do you have to have that smartphone next to your bed? What's the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Yeah. If you, would you start feeling anxious if you actually had to take a drive 15 minutes and you didn't have your phone with you? You are addicted until you show us that you're not. And by, and so that's, that's really strong. I'll just yeah. say this, that, yeah, yeah. that there is, um, there are attachments that we have that we have very little power to overcome when it comes to the way in which we experience satisfaction, the way we experience mm. a sense of um, enjoyment in life apart from our phones and internet use, internet mm. media. Mm. I think that that's the reality. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when we talked about lead, provide, protect, yes. the first thing is lead. Right. And mm -hmm. you mentioned setting the example, Allison. Um, that is a brilliant point I made. That I'm glad you highlighted that. <laughs> I did highlight um, it for you. That, um, that if we don't, if we don't so lead sorry. the way, yes. right, then... Yeah. <laughs> she has to live with this. <laughs> no, it's great. You just it's visit fun. it. It's she fun. lives with it. Uh, that um, that it's, it's way too convenient to say, hey, stop playing games on your phone right. when you're mm -hmm. playing a game on your phone. Right. Or... Stop watching so much TV as yeah. you're watching TV on your phone now, right? right? It's right. not even a phone. Right. So uh, that's the first thing that we ought to check. Yeah. Yeah. Is before we before we say put our first and sole focus on how much time our kids are playing video games or are on whatever, is how much time are you spending mm -hmm. on the internet, yeah. on your phone, and, and other uses of media? What about going without? Yeah. Like how much would that be a pain, mm -hmm. a mm. painful experience in, in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We just talked about getting alarm clocks because we use our phones right. for alarms. Right. And I even, I remember um, back probably eight or nine years ago when you, we didn't have so much going yes. on in our phones and I did have an alarm clock and I did, you know, I didn't pay my bills on my phone. Yeah. And I remember having this distinct idea that my kids were going to walk to the mailbox. We're going to put our bills in the mailbox and we're going to, 
you know, and then kind of drifting away from that. It's just shocking how much real life we've lost. Yes. Like I remember yeah. going to the bank to pay my mortgage. Mm -hmm. I drove to the bank with my kids in the car and they got the lollipops and it was just mm -hmm. this whole experience. And now it's just push a button on your phone or yeah, it does it automatically. Check. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, it's just, it would be cool if we just took some time to think about all the ways that we could implement real life again mm -hmm. and not rely so much on our phones. I, I saw a brief uh, uh, interview with um, uh, Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Actually, it wasn't a brief interview. It was a little TikTok video that showed up in my YouTube feed. There okay. we go, on my phone. Uh -huh, uh -huh. There's a, TikTok goes to YouTube, Facebook, does. Instagram. They and go they have everywhere. these little things you kind of just... And they're mining our data, boop, boop, boop. and China's right. taking over the world. Oh, All right, stop that. Let's just, <laughs> okay, so. That's another... That's, that's the next episode. Next. I was about to make another brilliant point okay, about okay. Elon, Musk. Elon Musk. He was asked, um, in, in the future, do you expect that, they'll, that people talk about becoming cyborgs, where you're going to have yeah, this built-in yeah. technology? Right. And he said, well, what do you mean? We're already there. Yeah. And he says, what are, you, what are you talking about already there? And he held up his smartphone. Yeah. And he's like, this. This has already become embedded mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. the basic experience of daily life yeah. of human beings. Yeah. So much so that if you ripped it away from them and yeah. said, go without, go without your smartphone yeah. for, um, you know, for a week. God bless us. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. People yeah. would feel lost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is a shocking thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and I think that's where, you know, Allison, you mentioned um, helping kids in the home. So how do we help all of us be on it in a way that's kind of a self-monitoring um, system? Of, I, there's a lot of teaching that would need to go on. In the Absolutely. Home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's ever changing. Right? There's yeah. so much changing and updating. And every time you change the, the, the iOS or, you know, the operating system mm -hmm. for the phone, they're they're finagling things on the one hand the positive is more and more tools to monitor and manage use mm -hmm. where the phones will shut down after a certain amount mm -hmm. and and this is a this isn't for this episode but there's so much to cover around just equipping parents to understand you can protect your kid at the level of the phone at the level of the wi-fi network that the, the child is on or has access to or at the level of the cellular, the cellular level in terms of the data that, that are there, as well as if they're on the internet connection in the home. Mm -hmm. All of these different levels and layers of protection, uh, but that's for a different show. <laughs> and, and it's overwhelming. It it's is. overwhelming because it's, it's constantly changing. It is all the updates that happen. But you know, I, I really want to go back to your point about how do we do it as parents? How do we keep each other accountable? How do we have a list of the things that we're going to make sure that we don't slip, you know, slip here, yes. slip there? And so there has to be something, we can't just rely on each other. I think that we have to be talking about it more and trying to challenge each other more. I think that maybe we should be afraid of it more. I mean, I don't want to use fear as a tool, but we have to think about how much um, our access to the internet and our phones and our kids' access um, is, you know, making us more public than we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, and that was kind of one of the I think aims of of just a movie like The Social Dilemma is that it's supposed to sort of shock you and and, and wake you up a little bit through mm -hmm. some some fearful uh, images and ideas about how it's manipulating us and how we think we have a kind of equilibrium with it, but it's actually affecting us way more than we realize and mm -hmm. and it's designed that way. Yep. And even the designers are telling us actually it's it's beyond even our control mm -hmm. to sort of understand mm -hmm. how the algorithm is is like working you. So I, I think that was the point of that. I mean, and for us to watch it together was to try to say, um, are we thinking rightly about this? 
No, probably mm-hmm. not. We, we, we kind of, we all have a sense that we're probably too connected with it, or most of us have a, a sense that it's, it's obviously way too distracting, but we don't know how, you know, deep it goes and, and that's the problem. For sure. so, so our daughter, Luciana, was, uh, she said, Dad, can you help me with my memory verse? It was in Ephesians 6. It's the spiritual warfare, right? Put right. on the armor, full whole armor of God. And remind everybody how old she is. Um, she is fifth grade. <laughs> I don't know. How old is she? Is she 11? Yes. Um, just, just, just agree. Even if she's yeah. not, she's in that range. So, but she's very advanced and gifted. So, yeah. oh, sorry, that's a joke. All right. Um, but is it? <laughs> well, I'm gonna say something really important now. That yes, I forgot. scripture. Oh, scripture. scripture. So she said, "Hey, help me with the scripture passage, right?" And so um, she spoke it, and it's like, yeah, yeah. This idea of our example, how important it is. Yeah. This is again, it's the third show about protection, but um, I think it's important for. Um, husbands and fathers to know this, but also parents, that the best protection that your kids receive in their lives is your holiness. Mm. That when we sin, we diminish or strip away the spiritual protection that the Lord intends to provide for our kids through us. Mm. We can think of it physically easily. Sure. You know, it's like, sure. oh, I know how to protect physically my, yeah. my realm. Right. But I don't think we appreciate enough the reality that our holiness or lack of holiness yeah. has a, a a degree of of impact yeah. on the That's kinds right. of temptations or attacks or in demonic influences yes. that are going to come against our kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we had a better awareness of that, like men, it's like, do you want to protect your daughter's purity? Be absolutely holy yeah. in every yeah. aspect of your conduct. How much would that help you find a source of strength to battle against any temptations towards impurity and modesty or pornography in your own use of the internet. Mm-hmm. That would help. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well said. Well, and I'm glad you brought up the point about the spiritual battle. It's really, it's, it's a bigger spiritual battle than I think we have, I, that I've ever faced in my lifetime. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, you know, the TV, we see movies that are inappropriate or something like that, but now that there's, um, there's a battle for our kids' attention and our own attention. There's a battle yeah. for their, their um, what they're interested in. Like I'm interested in all these worldly things instead of the things of God. And so it's it's constantly, you know, the real the real battle of their souls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just wrote an article for Salvo magazine, and it was talking about Olympias. And I think the difference now is that the Colosseum has legs, right? The Colosseum's coming after you mm-hmm. in a way that it, it wasn't before, right? It's yeah. it's um, through all of these ways in which we. We try to shore up with different defenses, mm-hmm. um, and we, we we have to do that, obviously. But um, but it's it's coming after our kids in ways that it, it hasn't, I think, in previous generations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. And and I think it's one of those things that it's hard for Christian men to talk about when they're in a group together mm-hmm. because yeah, why um, is that? So we do church, uh, you know, we, we do a lot of like married couples yes. stuff. Yes. And in a bench for decades. Retreats, talks, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. And, um, and and I do a lot of work with priests. And what they'll say is in, in confession, the number one sin of men that they're confessing is internet pornography. Sure. Use of internet pornography. Yeah. And when we have a chance to pray with couples, the number one pain point in their mm-hmm. marriage that's damaging their relationship is the husband's use of pornography. Mm-hmm. And it's this scourge. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing with you some yeah. stories. I, don't, yeah. I won't share them now, but uh, many men don't have, have that place. safe yeah. place right. 
to be able to find um, not just accountability, but support and encouragement. Yeah. Like, I'm really struggling. Help me. Yeah. Hey, you're doing a great job. Keep pressing on. Right. And do I, you have the freedom to speak into my life yeah. and ask me about this and I'll tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So accountability. Yeah. So each of those three, that requires brotherhood. Mm. And not just a friend, because mm. you choose your friends. Brotherhood is the one that the Lord gives you mm. for the sake of a purpose. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. so if we could learn how to be brothers together yeah. and Amen. brothers and sisters together as parents, yeah. it is literally the only way to win this battle. Amen. It's the only way to win it. Yeah. And I think that's so important for our own kids, our own boys, to be able to see that as well as they look for those ways in which they can be accountable to each other. Mm-hmm. So just a, a practical thing. So like when kids come over our house uh, and friends yes. come over, yeah. if the, the basic rule is if they're going to um, stay, yeah. turn on your devices, Amen. everything gets Amen. Paid, right? Yeah. So first of all, we are, we're like a pretty much like extreme limited around sleepovers, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> what are you smiling? You and I have a sleepover every night. <laughs> so, but if there is going to be a sleepover, yeah. then um, it's turn on the device. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and the neat thing is um, here, yeah. kids don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Here in Spokane Valley. Here, yeah, right. here. In this part of the country. In this part of the country. Yeah, yeah. this part of the world. Back in, in the Seattle area, Not. it was like, it was like, what? Mm-hmm. What? My, what if my parent needs to reach me? They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have the phone near me. Don't yeah. worry We would it. actually there have to have all the kids text their fam- parents and say, I will not have my phone. The Currens want it. And then everyone just knew we collected it. And then the kids would bring a second phone yeah. no. knowing that we would yeah. collect them. No. Wow. It was such an oh. addiction. And, the, and I just have to say, when we were there. That's amazing. So many kids were just on their devices yeah. all the time, yeah. like yeah. going out to eat or at a sporting event or whatnot. Here, you just don't see it as much. And I know that's not what we're really talking about, but no, it's, it's part of the culture. Such that, a that matters. Culture shift. Right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. such a gift where our kids are not like, we need a phone, we yeah. want a phone, we want a yeah. phone. It's not with the boys, they all they have iPods. Yeah. More yeah. or less where they yeah. text. Yeah. So here's a here's a funny <clears throat> story, funny Catholic story. Okay. So as to <clears throat> Pope Francis was gonna drive down this road on his way to some stop in some mm. foreign country. And they had, they had like the, the, the main TV station there and there were some people by the side of the road. Here comes the Pope's like little humble car and he stops and he gets out of the car to go over to say hi to people. And there was this woman literally who had her phone out and she was videoing, the Pope is coming up to her and she's videoing the <laughs> yeah. moment as she's shaking his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she, she was looking at the Pope, <laughs> not in the eyes, not in the eyes, but through the, through the, through the phone. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was just like, Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what's happened? That's how we experience everything. Anything amazing or sublime that we used to just kind of, enjoy. what would that, we would enjoy, but then it would also cause us to kind of reflect as well. Mm-hmm. It'd make us feel small, right? If it was like something in nature or something like that, or any kind of important meeting. Um, now is almost always being mediated through, I've got a, a I, I even do this. I even do this sometimes where I'm like, this is beautiful. Let me take a video. Sure. Right, right, I have video. a video of the dogs. When they met this morning, Carrie, you said that. She said, "I want to get a video of this. It's not a real moment." Yes, I share it with the kiddos. That's a whole other idea. That's so interesting. Well, I think that we should maybe do another episode. We're going to do another episode. About fifteen more episodes. (laughs) I think we should Uh, talk about the impact of social media. You know, just that topic on the way it impacts um, teenage girls, teenage boys, young girls, and boys. Yeah. 
because um, it's too much to get into right now. No, yeah. So just, and I think we can kind of summarize some thoughts about about this this first principle, right? Of um, leading, obviously being the example. It starts with us, right? Um, what else would you kind of add to that? Um, accountability. We need we need to do this yeah. together, right? Right. So, so leading it does mean holding your kids accountable too. Yeah. It's setting standards, making yeah. them clear. The standards are not meant to be prison bars. They're meant to be guardrails. Yeah. So What's that, the difference with that? So tone? if you set a standard and they experience it as a prison bar, they feel stuck. They feel yeah. trapped. They're in prison. Versus a guardrail, it's we want to keep you on the road. Yeah. We want to show you the way. Like if we're putting up these these rules a for box you, versus like a way. Exactly. Yeah. And so you're a disciple. You're following a way. Yeah. And so I think we, I mean, isn't that why we initially wanted to give our kids an iPhone and say we're going to walk with them? We're going to walk with you to help keep you on the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And experience and, the. Absolutely. It, but the problem is, is that um, putting a smartphone into a kid's hand today or even having them hang around with kids who have unfettered yes, access yes. to smartphones yeah. is so dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's so dangerous. The level of, of negative impact mm -hmm. that can have sure. on their lives. Yeah. It's, not it's not worth what it costs. Yeah. It's just not worth what it costs. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about this on the radio one time and I said, kids... Uh, Parents and listeners, send me emails. If you ever faced what we're facing right now, which was two boys, John Mark, John Luke, 10th and 9th grade, they were advocating for an Xbox. Mm. And it was, it was, they were going to get an Xbox for like almost free. Yeah. Right? Someone uh, someone else at the Oaks was going to give them an Xbox because yeah. they had a yeah. It's great. Come on. It's, oh, older no, it's not even money. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't even the latest generation and all this and all. Yeah. And I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just say, I said on the radio, parents, if you ever face this question and you did or didn't, give me your experience of it. Yes. Because I want to hear your story yes. so that I can know whether this is a good idea or not. Guess what? Zero yeah, positive. Positive, positive stories. Yeah. Yeah. And I had some of the most heartbreaking emails mm. saying, do not do this. Yeah. And then they tell this heart-wrenching story of how they just were thought they were lovingly just like letting the kid get along and belong and be mm. able to socialize and do all this. And the kid just took this darkened turn mm -hmm. through mm. the pull, the, 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 the seductive pull mm. that the Xbox brought into his life. Yeah. And it was like trying to pull and rescue them out was like a massive intervention yeah. that she was not able to do. Mm. And it was just like, wow. So and it was like, boys, yeah, that's our answer. You show them yeah, all good the, for you. Print yeah. out yes. all the emails. Yeah. It, it was enough. It was yeah. enough for them to say. Okay. It was just like, forget yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As if the only obstacle is like the money, right? Yeah. It's like that's the only thing we, you know, it's free. Well, then, I'm really you know. glad because I really like your boys, and <laughs> yes. they're ending up at Wendy's with my kids instead of on their Xbox. So <laughs> exactly. Yes. That used to happen. It was the real world. Hello. Yeah. Amen. Well, the interesting thing about that is. Okay, I forgot my brilliant point. <laughs> I know okay, what it is, but I'm back. not going to tell everybody. I just want to keep episode. it to myself. Next episode. <laughs> yeah. it's okay, we've got to finish. It's just walking with them. You, yeah, we do need yeah. to find a way to walk with them because then at what point do they have that freedom and they're out of your home? Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to speak to you from the mouth of our oldest daughter, Mary Grace. She finished high school. 
um, did two years of missionary work. One year was with this Adventures in Missions. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple mm -hmm. of Oaks girls that are going on Adventures in Missions next year. Yay, let's go. Good job, Sylvia. <laughs> and our daughter, Ariana. And um, she came back from that and from a second year doing um, evangelizing on uh, college campuses. Yeah. And she came back and she convicted us. Mm. She's like, I can't believe how addicted you guys are in this home mm -hmm. to media. She's like, get off your phones, shut off the TV, and let's interact. Wow. Our 22-year-old daughter yeah. convicted yeah. us. Good. And it's just like, wow. I forgot about that. You remember that, right? <laughs> yeah. And so we just think, good. oh, once they get out of the house, yeah. well, they're going to have to learn how to use it and all this other stuff. <laughs> My daughter's like, uh, no. I was, yeah. You actually have to, you can live a life <laughs> right. that doesn't involve the significant use of social media and the internet as a way of engaging in life. In life but she's yeah. gone through that journey. She was a social media person. She did, makes videos. Mm -hmm. She was mm -hmm. posting, trying to build momentum and market mm -hmm. the, the race. So she's walked through that in faith and been formed in what she's, she's read some really good books, listened to some podcasts. Mm -hmm. So I feel like her maturity, she's come out the other side. Yeah. I don't know how you take a child and, and walk them through that or just jump over it and then hopefully it's they have conversion. It's to the Northwest Territory. <laughs> because Northwest there territory is a character. journey. Yeah, even us, even we yeah. are journeying with our social yeah. media. And, and um, it's not really social media. It's, Hold on, I just got a text. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're okay. We're okay. It's, for us, it's not Facebook. It was Facebook. It wasn't. Right. It, now right. it's podcasts. It's yeah. taken in content. Yeah, sure. It's taken sure. in politics. It's taken yeah. in really. Even religious podcasts. E even good things. Even no, I know. That's things. the crazy it's thing just... is that you can yeah. consume to a point where <laughs> it's just unhealthy. So John Mark Comer, pastor yeah, in, yeah. Uh, you know, in, in the Portland area. and Yeah, he wrote, wrote a, his current hurry. book is um, Live, no, Live Lies. no Lies. But the previous book was The Ruthless Elimination, Elimination of Hurry. Yeah. And he has a, like a, a talk that synthesizes it, which brings out all this research, mm -hmm. which is stunning. But one of the unexpected parts of internet use yeah. is that it um, overloads the brain yeah. where we feel like we don't know how to be present in the moment mm -hmm. without noise, without right. consuming content. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and his point is you can't consume all that content. Your brain can't take it in. Mm -hmm. Now there's stuff coming at you, mm -hmm. but you're not able to process it. Mm -hmm. So he talks about the requirement, and this is like all brain, mm. uh, brain uh, studies and brain, right. you know, folks, mm. yeah. neurologists, neuroscience, and stuff, yeah. neuroscience, and they're all saying, look, you can only consume so much content, then you need to step away and let your brain process it. Yeah. And then there's some more capacity that's recovered to take in more content. Mm. And it's like, boy, we've just departed from that. Yeah. Mm. Where, you know, you talk about information overload. It's like that, yeah. mm -hmm. but in, in, in ways that are much more dangerous because yeah. of... Um, all of the way that it's going to give you that little high, mm -hmm. right? That little the high. Dopamine. Yeah, yeah, the dopamine. Ten years of anxiety, depression, suicide. It's they're like, well, how is this happening? Why is this happening now? Is everyone just saying this is when the phone got up and they could st yeah. start yeah. downloading yep. videos and yep. content. So it's just been 10 years in where this is part of the whole. That's right. That's um, a good tee up for the next yes. program. Mm -hmm. we all the mental health, all the mental health issues. How did he do that? That was amazing. <laughs> amazing. You, did. you, you ended this on a high note. No, it's great. <laughs> this is great. Now this, uh, thank you so much. I, I, I think I want to, again, come back to these principles. And again, I'm so glad that we're doing this together. It's mm -hmm. really, really important. And we'll, so. and we'll leave the dog at home next time. <laughs> 
That's buddies. a brilliant idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm determined to have a playmate for my dog. All right. Well, thank you guys. God bless you.